Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Oh, matching, Maureen, nice. Twin. <laughs> We're very Christmassy today. <laughs> Excellent. Good to see you, Anna Maria. All right, we're gonna start on our backs today. We'll start real uh, restorative. We're gonna get into hip opening for the back and sides of the hips this week. Um, we will not neglect the front of the hip, but uh, we're gonna start on the floor. Constructive rest pose would be good. And also wanna just key in right now to postural alignment. So good thing to do on a Monday, good thing to do any day. Some of you already been here for this uh, once, but never hurts to do it again. Uh, you can take your arms to cactus and any variation of cactus that is comfortable for you is great. And slide your shoulder blades out a little bit so you feel like they're, they're they've really got space. Right? Same thing with your head and neck. You're just gonna like slide your head back a bit. See if that helps you feel more space in your neck. And with the, the cactus arms and your shoulder blades, so just, just key in, you've got like, those parts of you right that you can feel on the floor, and then the back of your head that you feel on the floor or the deck, wherever you are. And then just a very gentle grounding through those points, through shoulder blades, back of your arms, back of your head. So these postural muscles that keep our head up and keep our, our shoulders in, in a natural position, a neutral position, the non-tech neck position, they don't need to be worked hard, hard, right? They're, they're overworked as it is when our head pulls forward, when we like, are attached to our iPhone because we like dopamine or we're working all day. So instead, just a light touch with these, but definite. So you've got this frame of your shoulder blades and the back of your head. Okay. You can recognize as postural points, landmarks, that align with each other in good posture. And the muscles, we won't get into the details. That's too much for the brain. But the muscles are doing a bit of work to keep them well aligned. And you'll set your eyes to a point right above you on the ceiling, sky, whatever you got over you, canopy look like. Let them get soft. Take in the whole panorama. As the outer eye softens, you turn your awareness inward with your breath. And as you turn your awareness to your breath, it gets maybe longer, deeper maybe quieter, maybe more pronounced, but we've affected a, a shift into conscious breathing. Take one more breath here, so the imprint of that frame, we'll call it the frame and, and refer back to that as our shorthand for using these muscles to create this posture. Walk your feet together and knees together if they're not already. And as if you were holding a sheet of paper between your toes and between your knees, maybe they don't actually get together, but you're, you're imagining holding something with them right, and you're squeezing in. And if that brought any tension to your jaw, like that means you're totally normal, but you release it. If it made your shoulder blades crawl up, you can drop them down and, and ground them again. Notice any reactions. And then abdominals draw in. You're going to lift your legs to 90 degree angles and just pause. And if uh, you're holding something on your shins, you don't have to even pretend it's heavy. Again, notice like, your gaze, your breath, what's happening with those postural muscles. Press down through the shoulder blades, down through the back of the head. If you need less work here, bring your heels toward your sitting bones so that the legs aren't being held up, right? the thigh bones are vertical still, and draw your lowest rib to the floor. So you've just got this real sense of being grounded. 
One more breath here. And when you exhale, let your knees draw themselves in onto your chest. Once they're there, your hands to your knees and give them a good hug. You can rock a little back and forth. You can take one knee in each hand, mobilize the hip joint. center, reposition the arms and the head, make the frame again, knees out to right angles or the, the thigh bones are a right angle with your body, if the thigh bones vertical, heels could tuck in, belly twisting pose, pressing head and shoulders down, take your knees just as far to the side as you can keep the head and shoulders down, so, other times we could practice this different ways, right now you're, you're working on keeping that of solid frame, right? And what we're really kind of doing with this is making it a meditation and also working these muscles in the context of endurance, right? That these are muscles that when we're sitting, when we're walking, when we're doing our things, right? They don't need short-term squeeze strength, but more this kind of active posture continued effort, but low level. Otherwise, we wouldn't make it through the day. We had to push our head and shoulders back all the time. And you can test the outer limits of what's happening. Right? If you think you go a little further, just pay attention to the opposite shoulder blade. Does it want to rock up? If it does, that's just like your sign that not quite that far. One more round. And then come back to center. And, and once again, you're going to hold that sheet of paper between your toes, sheet of paper between your knees, knees at right angles. Check in with the jaw, face. Right, the, the shoulder blades creep up. Right, so that muscle that hikes the shoulder blades is one of those first responder muscles. Right, so when the nervous system gets keyed up, it goes. And a breath in here. And then when you breathe out, you can bring your left foot to the floor and straighten your right leg. Press your left foot into the floor and let that action press your right leg back toward you. We're just going to keep the frame of the upper body, cactus arms, goalpost arms, whichever you prefer. Press up through your right heel. So we're taking a really active variation of single leg stretch. The left foot grounding down and then the front of the right thigh doing the work. Hands are just chilling out. It's a particularly good one to build strength in the body, to, to work it this way. One to relieve neck tension from having to hold the leg. Another thing is like just by getting the limbs away from each other. This is a good one for hot situations, which we may be having later this week. So that when we're not all wrapped up in ourselves, have more surface area for, for breeze. And turn your toes out to the diagonal. Turn your whole leg. The whole leg rotates at the hip joint. Flex your foot, press up to your heel. And there's a good chance that once you just did that, right, things changed. Right? And and that's true. What we've we've done is first we flex the hip, then we rotated it. And now just gently across your midline so that it's just the uh the motion that's possible with your right hip on the floor. Right. And so now we've adducted the leg. What that does, we flex the hip, rotated the leg, adducted it, to stretch the complementary muscles, the extensors, the internal rotators, and the abductors. Breath here. Breath out, you're going to let that leg just slide back into its own spot. Bend the knee to a right angle. Find that vertical thigh. Press down through your shoulder blades, back of your head. With abdominal strength and hip flexor, you bring the left leg up to meet the right. That is not easy. It's a lot of work if you do it with awareness. 
right foot down to the floor, and then straighten the left leg. If you kind of just glided over that, no big deal, we'll get it next time. Or or not. You can you can always glide if you want. Press up through your heel. Press the right foot into the floor. Still still working with that frame of the upper body. The frame of the upper body and the right foot really grounding you. Right foot doing some, some serious work, almost like it's gonna try to take you into bridge. Depending on how much you want to, to stretch through the left leg. Another great thing about this posture is our baseline for back of hip and outer hip is that you can really have a lot of control over how much intensity is happening. We'll turn the left toes out. Right, so when we're in forward fold standing or forward fold sitting, even things like pigeon where gravity's working on us, we have a lot of volitional control, but not as much as we have in this situation where we're actually having to do the work. So it's like a finer tuning knob. Leg across. Um, there's some of you who are too young to remember radio tuners, but you used to like at the station and then there's like a, a fine tuning. Um, I don't know if that reference would make any sense if you didn't grow up in the 70s and 80s. As you bring the leg across and you're turning the toes out. We're getting into a lot of musculature that uh, other stretches uh, require us to, to bend the knee joint at different angles. If your knees ever need a break, from things like pigeon, seated folds with the legs bent or crossed. This would be a good one. Breath in. Breathe out. You're just going to take the inhale to bring that leg back to its own plane, so it's coming right up out of the hip joint. Bend it at a right angle. Just be real precise there. Just then you can draw in through your abdominals and all the awareness of your core body staying really stable, shoulder blades down, back of head down, raise the right leg up, 90 degree angle. If that's way harder than it seems like it should have been, yes, did it properly. Bring your knees in and rock a little side to side. You also did it properly if you managed to get your knee up. I mean, let's be real. You, you did it very mindfully if it was, uh, if it was a challenge. And bring your knees into your nose, nose into your knees. We'll curl up. And then you can rock up and back to seated. Anyway, go you get to seated, we're gonna sit cross-legged. Pop your hips up and back so that you hinge at your hips coming forward into a fold. Just real brief. Breath in. Breath out. Take stock of, of how the back of your hips feel. Inhale, come on up. You're going to lean out of it. So leaning out is my favorite pose. Leaning out, cross the feet the other way. Lift your hips up. Slide back so that you're hinging already. And bow forward. And again, if this is not good for you, you can always return to leg stretches on the floor. It's just a breath that will be here getting an assessment of does cross-legged fold work for you or does it need adjustment on an inhale come up and and lean out <laughs> just think that with all the, the leaning in stuff that's around these days we should have t-shirts that say lean out <laughs> and cross the feet this time rock through and come around to down dog take a moment to arrange your hands in a way that you can press down through your thumb and first finger knuckle and reach through ring and pinky fingertip. And set your gaze between your feet as a drishti spot, steady, relaxed gaze. We'll have a breath in through the nose. And let out through the mouth. And then look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. And with this one, let's slide arms between the body and the legs. And drop your weight back into your heels. Bring your body to parallel with the floor so that you set that frame of shoulder blades and back of head. And so you get that feeling again in the, we've totally flipped the, the direction. Right? 
bow forward breathe out and again when you breathe in you're gonna drop your hips back press into your arms and, and bring yourself up so it's like a halfway lift draw your heart forward and you feel back of your head shoulder blades around the same plane and then bow forward we're doing here we're setting the frame for a halfway lift that we use in sun salutations and also a plank and a chaturanga by way of plank one more sit your hips back heart forward and then we'll release hands to mat walk your feet together Press down into your feet together. If they touch, great. If it's like hip distance, that's also great. And come up to standing. Drive your heels down. Lift your heart up, arms up. Just feel the alignment of your body. Heels to back of your head. And then bow forward, breathe out. Right, so each time you come to mountain pose, you'll look for that line mentally. Heels to back of head. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Find that sacrum to back of headline then plant your hands keep it as you lower low push up keep the frame of the shoulder blades back of head then upward facing dog breathe in good press back down dog and look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands Breathe in, lift halfway. And you might slide your hands up your shins, as high up as you need to to make level in the shoulder blades and head. And bow forward, breathe out. Drive heels down. Rise to standing. Shoulder blades back of head in the line. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Breathe in. Good. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands press your feet down inhale halfway lift drawing your spine into an alignment that shoulder blades back of head are on one plane then you bow forward press into your feet draw your abdominals in press your feet down particularly drive through your heels that'll if you use your glute muscles also gives you that point of reference to Align the spine through the head. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And then plant your hands, step back, low push up or any variation thereof. Keeping gaze slightly forward on the floor. Frame stays strong. In up dog, lift the back of your head as you press your hands down nape of the neck soft breathe out down dog we'll have a breath here and we let out their mouth just like complete exhalation complete release of your jaw your tongue soft palate inner ear look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands breathe in lift halfway And breathe out. Bow forward. Then sit your hips back. Really dig your heels in. Abdominals pull in. Utkatasana. Push the arms forward and slightly up through pinky ring fingertip. Then exhale. Fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Walk your feet hip distance apart. We're going to step the right foot back into a low lunge. Fingertips on the mat. We're going to press into the front foot to straighten the front knee. 
as far as yours goes. You bend in the front knee, knee aligns over ankle, thereabouts, back knee comes down. You press into your front foot, abdominals in, rib cage in, you lift your arms up, back of your neck long, reach out through pinky and ring finger. Hands to your mat, you step back, hands and knees to the floor, or if you've got another variation on the low push-up, go for it. Take cobra. And then release back, down dog. And step your right foot forward. Again, straighten the leg with the inhale. Bend the knee with the exhale. This time back knee stays up. Tighten the back leg. Inhale, draw your heart forward. Look forward to that spot where you look in halfway lift, that trishy point. Exhale, step your back foot up. Breathe in. Full extension into halfway lift. Draw your heart forward. Back of your head aligns with your shoulders. Bow forward. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Drive through the heels. Ukatasana. And bow forward, breathe out. As we're bowing, you press into the ball of your big toe. Inhale, lift halfway, keep pressing. Oh, actually, walk your feet hip distance, then press them down. And step your left foot back, fingertips on the floor, low lunge. And straighten the front knee with an inhale, let your head drop. And then bend the front knee, bring the back knee down to the mat. Press down through your front foot, abdominals in, rib cage comes up, and the arms reach. Exhale. Abdominals in to support the hands coming to the floor. Hands and knees to your mat. We're going to peel up to cobra, press your feet down, hug your elbows in. Then point about transition here. Release the cobra whoop a bit, almost to the floor, not quite. Press into your hands and knees again, and then back to down dog. Step your left foot forward. Again, we'll inhale to straighten the legs. Getting into the back of the hip there. Lifted pyramid pose. And then back to low lunge. When you inhale, you're going to draw your heart forward. You're going to take your gaze forward on the floor. Press into the front foot. Step the back foot up. Feet come together. Half lift, draw your heart forward. Head up in line with your shoulder blades. And we'll bow forward, breathe out. And sunbeat, ukatasana, chair pose, dig your heels in, abdominals in, heart up. Bow with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, low push up. If you have another variation, by all means, breathe in, upward facing dog. That variation could very well be child's pose, by the way. Down dog, breathe all the way out. The breathing is what's key. Right foot forward, warrior one. Press down to lift. Good. Press into your feet and bow forward, hands to the mat. Look forward at that spot where you, you gaze and the halfway lift, same as Chaturanga. And then upward facing dog, hands down, back of your neck long. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Left foot forward. Breathe in, warrior one. Nice. Hands down to the mat, look forward as you step the foot back. Hard not to watch that foot go. So we practice. Breath in. And breath out. And down dog. Have a breath in. And let it go. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down and in.
Inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. Dig your heels in, lift your chest. This time we'll twist hands to your heart. You're gonna rotate, hover your left elbow just over your right knee. Then inhale, we'll reach back to center, Utkatasana. And then exhale, you twist right elbow over left knee. Breathe in, reach up, Utkatasana. Nice. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Keep looking straight ahead on the floor. Step back, low push up. Your head stays in line, head and shoulders in that frame. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Back of the neck, long nape of the neck, soft. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly as it rises. Then bend the knee, let the hip open. Inhale, lift the knee. And when you exhale, you're gonna square up, take your knee toward your chest and step to a low lunge, reaching up to crescent. Pause in crescent lunge. Back knee can be relatively straight, could be straight. You're going to notice what's going on at your sacrum, at your low back, if you need some relief there. Or just want to work a little harder, bend your back knee. Straight things hold weight better than, uh, than bent things. That's why lunges are harder than standing upright. But the back leg straight, for some of us, the, uh, the sacroiliac just won't have it. Like if your sacroiliac is protesting at all, give it what it wants. Let it be kind of harmonious with itself. Lift up to the center of the chest, and then hands to heart. You're gonna tip the body forward at a diagonal. It's like you're gonna take off to airplane. At the diagonal, straighten the back leg. Whether you needed to or not in the crescent, once you hit the diagonal, now the leg lined up with the spine. On your next exhale, you're gonna twist to the right, opening your arms into cactus. So we're still hovering. Breath in. Breath out, press your feet into the floor. Breath in, draw your heart forward. Draw your elbows toward the back of your mat. And breath out, look to your mat, plant your hands, step back, hide a low push-up, or skip it. Breathe in, and breathe all the way out. On an inhale, take your left leg up, the three-legged dog. Squeeze it tightly as it rises, so you have your control of it. And bend your knee, open your hip. And that's the thing about these poses, like, control is a heavy word. But, like, you do have <laughs> the ability to move your body the way you want to. Breathe in, take your left knee up. Breathe out, bend your knee into your chest. Step to a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up to crescent. Right. And sometimes our mind has an idea of what our body should do. Right. And that, that's not what the body actually does. Uh, so the mind listens to the body and right, you can resolve that relationship. Right. Well, you've graduated, but yeah. The idea is you can move right, with awareness into all these things. They don't have to look a certain way. But certainly, like, how you get into them, you can choose that. We can also be pulled along by gravity or by habit. Again, check in with particularly the right side of your, your hip, the, uh, the sacroiliac joint over there. If it needs some relief, bend the back knee. That's going to put more work into the glute muscle. Right, so you would rather have toned glutes than a sore low back, probably. Probably, I hope. And hands to your heart. We're going to tip the body at that diagonal, squeezing the back leg straight. So from the heel to the back of your head, your one diagonal line supported by your abdominals. This sequence brought to you by your abdominals. On your exhale, twist and open the arms into cactus. So we're hovering. 
and that's even more feet down into the floor, abdominal work in. It is not easy. Pull your chest up and forward, but heel going back, back of head going forward, breath in. When you breathe out, look to your mat, hands to your mat, step back, low push up or down dog. That sequence is called the one where the yoga teacher pretends she is not out of breath, <laughs> but she definitely is. A breath and down dog. <laughs> that, that this one's just just for me. <laughs> oh, reprieve. And then look forward, walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Press your feet down, reach up to stand mountain pose. And then eagle, we're going to take it slow. Start with a, uh, a bear hug. Right. Hugs are good even if they're just like you hugging yourself. I'm sure the brain chemicals are, are pretty, pretty similar. Lift your elbow points up and just feel the space of your upper back. Feel your shoulder blades underneath your fingers or your hands. Press your shoulder blades out wide. And cross the right leg over. And sit into the balance. And just keep it simple for now until you feel balanced, steady. Or maybe just keep it simple. Indeed, like, just keep it simple. Or, once you feel balanced and steady, play with intertwining the forearms. Lifting the elbow points, and whether the forearms intertwine once or twice, or maybe you hold the left arm across your chest, we're looking for space in the upper back. Breathe there. Inhale, unwind and reach up. And then other side, left arm underneath. And wrapping your hands around to whatever you can feel on your shoulder blades. Lift your elbow points. And wrap your left leg over top. As you have balance, as you feel steady, We've got heel to back of head connection. It may not be perfectly still. It's probably not. Hopefully you're breathing. Right. And try to play with the intertwining of the forearms. And that could go once where you take the back of the left hand to the back of the right hand. could go twice where you take the palms or fingers and palm together. As long as it doesn't become claws, you're in the right spot. Your, your eagle turns into a wolverine. Go back. On your inhale, unwind. Reach up. That's some yoga wisdom right there. Eagles and wolverines. Exhale, fold forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. High to low push up. Bring that frame into mind, shoulder blades, back of head, aligning. Breathe in, upward facing dog, press your hands down, slide the back of your head up. And then down dog, breathe out. Okay, and turn your right toes out to the corner. So out to 45 degree angle. Bend your left knee, press your hips up and back. So particularly good, uh, kind of active, working stretch for the, well, it's a, your hip's not working that much, but you're working into your arm. Stay here, breathe, play with it, or pick up your left foot, tuck the heel toward the bum. Just see how that feels. If you still feel stable, rock forward and take your knee toward your right elbow. Back foot still flat. If that's happening, press into your left hand Take your right hand and catch your foot. Like, if you can catch your foot, cool. 
Extend your knee to any degree, including bringing your leg to the inside of the standing arm. Breath in. Breath out, back to down dog, all the way to child's pose. <laughs> Again, this has been like a whole year of pretending that I'm not out of breath when I am, you guys. <laughs> I couldn't even say the name of the pose. That pose is called Vishvamastrasana. If you aren't comfortable taking your foot off the floor, definitely don't do it. If you can catch your foot in any way, right, just for right now, as you're growing in a, in a studentship of yoga, just try catching your foot anyway. Like if you catch the foot, great. If you, if you can't quite catch the foot yet, no big deal. This one's a pretty uh, stable one to, to play around with that weird arm balance stuff. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Have breath in and breath out. And then you'll turn your left toes out, bend your right knee. Just take a few breaths, even though you may know uh, what's a, what's next. Right. Stay and breathe and get the benefit of, of the same kind of free time you had on the other side. And then you just build this really by steps, right, so that you've got this that's steady. If it's steady enough, you can pick up your right foot and do this one-legged. That's step one. If step one is is not atrocious, it's working pretty well, press your back foot into the floor, take the right knee toward the left elbow. Keep the back foot pressing down, keep the right hand pressing down. Take your left hand and snag the right foot by any means necessary, like you just catch the foot, and then start extending the knee. Breathe in, and then when you breathe out, just unfold, unwind, whatever you got, back to down dog, knees to the mat, child's pose. Okay. Breath here, just let it in and out. That one, like, totally did get, like, thrown at you, snuck in on you, right? If you're upset about that, that's totally cool. You get to watch that reaction of that. If you're, if you're curious, you get to watch that reaction, right? And it's another way, right, that we get to know ourselves. Like, like how do we respond to new situations? Well, going back to also that idea of our, our mind-body relationship, and for most of us, the, the work on, on healing that or growing that relationship. Um, playing with those weird kind of poses can help. Right? Because you all been doing yoga. You know the same old warriors. Tree. Right? Bridge. Right? Something new through that to the opportunity to, to have a, another window into your relationship with yourself. You don't have to do them. They do, they do shake things up. Sometimes a shake up is exactly what we need. Sometimes child's poses, right? So we do both. And tuck your toes under, lift your hips up, set your gaze between your feet as if it's the first time. Breath in. And breath all the way out. through your hands, walk or crawl to seated, come on down to your back for bridge. We're just going to take a flowing bridge, <laughs> work out any of the, the nonsense around weird side plank stuff. So inhale your way up, and exhale your way down. So we're just calming the waves, right? And, and not that we all have like negative waves around any of the weird stuff that shows up, Even if it's a total excitement and good wave right, of, of energy, you're just taking it here and you're channeling it into steady rhythmic motion in your body. 
press the back of your head down, press the shoulder blades down. If it helps, take the arms out to cactus to get that frame of the upper back and neck. Two more rounds, this is really simple vinyasa of matching up your inhale with the rising up of your body and the exhale with the slow lowering. It's kind of like, like how you rock babies or how kind of the, the action of the waves or of water soothes us. Come back to the mat and just pause, hands at heart. Notice any way you feel drawn to kind of change this pose. If you want it to be a little longer, if you feel like you can get your, your ribs to slide back, the back of your head to slide back, do. And if you have an intuition about needing more space. And we often do, and we often turn that into just wiggling around. And I'm the worst offender. If that's how I, <laughs> that's the reason I know. But if we can take those moments where we want to fidget and actually turn the attention to what is the posture that I'm in and what would improve it? Usually like lying down, there's just like there's stuff underneath that needs to get out. There are things that could lengthen. Right? Maybe have like a better map for yourself. And take bridge again, we're gonna bring the arms to the sides like uh, robot arms, back of the arms into the mat, fingertips point forward in the ceiling, you're gonna press into your feet, you're gonna lift as high up as you go, which may include coming up onto the balls of your feet if you like that. Lift your hips up, press arms down, back of head down, breathe. Instead of there being a vinyasa flow to, to practice with the breath, you're feeling the work of the breath in the pose. The pose actually getting bigger with the inhale. And then here's the exhale. Find the, uh, the contraction of the body is also a help to press the arms down, press the head down, press the feet down. And then we'll slowly make our way back down all the way to the floor. Pause, constructive rest pose, soles of the feet to the mat, knees together. Get a breath in. And get a breath out. And bridge again or wheel if you like it. Rivet on your asana. Plant your hands beside your ears or your forehead and come up. slow breath out to get you back to your mat and pause when you arrive and then use a tune in so use your fine tuning would your body prefer Supta Konasana or constructive rest pose and just like give yourself a moment to kind of think which direction do your leg bones want to go right now if you don't know totally fine but give it a minute give it a moment trust yourself Right, that's the that's a that's a hard practice. When you figure it out, like you go there, right, or maybe like still unclear. Magic eight ball said, "Ask again later." You just pick one, and it's totally fine. If you don't like it, you pick the other. Um, I don't know about y'all, but often when I'm I'm presented with the options in a practice, I used to, like I used to. Like, like this year, right, I still do. I get really wigged out of like, which one should I choose? Right? It's not. It doesn't matter. Right. It matters that you listen to your body. 
and in the beginning it can be like like listening to someone who speaks with a heavy foreign accent or different language but like eventually if you go and you immerse yourself in that language or spend enough time with a person who has the accent you understand it can be like that and breath in and breath out bring knees together and drop into the chest nose to knees and knees to nose curl up and then we'll rock up and back making our way to seated or if you're like me you don't want to rock don't rock come on up and turn to the side of your mat for seated straddle so we'll actually go with uh, with one legged straddle so uh, right leg out left leg tucked in and pause to get a good seat to lift up and if your sacrum, back of your rib cage, the back of your head. If it's hard to sit upright here, move the the right leg in. Move the legs until you find a way that you can sit upright. We'll lift up, we'll bow straight forward so you're bowing in the direction of, of your belly button, your nose. And let your head drop. It's possible that this is very intense, and it's possible that it is not intense at all, depending on on your particular body and your body's autobiography. You may want to lift the right sitting bone as you press the left shin bone down. So left leg tucked in, right leg extended. You're using the, the shin bone of the tucked leg to ground. And ever so gently rotating up, letting the, uh, the hip lift. And breath in. And a long, slow breath out. And inhale. Come on up. And we're going to turn toward the tucked leg opposite hand across the knee. Press the knee into the hand, hand into the knee, and rotate. So you've got left leg tucked in, right hand's catching the knee. You press the knee into the hand. And it may be that your right sitting bone comes off the floor here, that's totally fine. Anchor through the leg that's on the floor. Lift up through your chest. Breath in. Breathe out, unwind it, come back to center. We're going to bring both feet in, cross legs, right leg in front. A couple different ways to cross your legs. Well, a lot of different ways to cross your legs. Just find the seat that works for you. You're going to pop your hips up, slide them back, and bow forward. So in the variations on cross-legged, they have to do with how close together your knees are. If you cross the ankles, you can cross ankle to knee, you can cross knee to knee. Something that gives you some opening that is desirable. If you want a little more active range of motion, you can take the uh, your end range work, the arms around the legs, crook of the elbows or the forearms outside the knees, press the knees out into the arm. Get your breath. Move in and out, face soft, throat soft. You can even let the uh, abdominals get soft here. They work enough. We did a lot of planks. And to come up, particularly if you did soften up to the front body, which is good, press your hands into the mat, draw your abdominals back in just so that you come up right in a way that's. This is manageable and advantageous for you. I'm going to take the other leg out into half straddle. So you'll tuck the right leg in, send the left leg out, lift up, and bow straight forward. So whatever direction your, your heart and nose are pointing, bow straight down your center line. Again, your, your hip, the sitting bones may or may not stay down. Depends on how far you get tipped over. This one, it's okay. Uh, the tip. 
quickly. I used to be like super wrong about that. I would say like keep your thing going, keep your thing going. I was wrong. I mean, it was like just not the only right. This one, we can take that forward action and, and unweight the hips because of the action of the shin bone here. The, the, there's always an anchoring force. We always want an anchoring force in the pose, a grounding force. Here you got that through the, the bent leg, that shin bone pressing down. Inhale, walk your hands in. Come up and pause to just sit upright to recognize that in your body, to find that frame of your shoulder blades and the back of your head. Yeah, it looks good. Feels good too, right? Then with that, we twist. So you'll take your left hand to the right knee and you can catch the knee. And if you can hold the knee and press the knee out, do that. And if that's not an option, then not an option. Unwind that slowly. You're going to fold the extended leg in. Cross-legged, seated pose here. Pause. Way to find yours. Feels fine to your knees. Feels fine to your ankles. You're able to sit upright and then lift your hips up and back as you bow forward. Okay. You press the leg bones down. And you, you may or may not feel your sitting bones, but something is grounding you. Play with how much you ground into your sitting bone. But you can also play with how much you press your shin bones down. One benefit to the, the rolling up a little bit, you come a little further forward, you might feel a different stretch. Um, when we have to keep the sitting bones down, our hamstrings are attached back there, like the hamstrings will limit other things. I'm just going to stop the anatomy narrative now because uh, it could go on all night. But just so you know, you are infinitely fascinating. Your body is just incredible. So many things to, to learn about it. It'll take us a lifetime. Use the hands to come up. Use your abdominals to help you come up. And pause. Just again, reset that frame of your upper back. Feel what you feel. Reorient toward the front of the mat. As we do, we'll extend both legs out for Paschimottanasana. So, so technically, like legs extended, but I'm going to keep my arm bent. You do what you want to do with your knees. What we want to do, all of us, is lift up and sit to the front of the sitting bones so that while you're sitting here, this is Dandasana, right? uh, while you're sitting here, you can sit upright and you feel sacral, thorax, back of your head, the, the sacrum, the rib cage, and back of your head can line up. If you feel like your sacrum is rounded back, the rib cage is rounded back, bend your knees a little more, pop your hips up. Find that sweet spot where you can sit upright. Just the practice of being upright. Then we'll bow forward, hinging at the hip, draw the heart forward, and let your arms just reach down along your legs. Let the, the hands hold gently and tuck your chin. It's not important that your chest gets to your thighs or that your nose gets to your knees. They might. 
you might choose to bend your knees more until your chest does rest on your thighs. Right, there's, there are tons of ways to take this particular hip opener too. play with the bending of the knees or the straightening of them, what we'll see is that the sensations move around. If you're feeling this too intensely in one spot or just very intensely in one spot, try repositioning the knees, bend, straighten. Uh, I like to do this put my hands underneath and support the legs a little bit and just see if you can, can ease out anything that's overworking into something that's more equanimous and even. And press sitting bones down, press your heel bones down, you slowly walk up, you can use your hands to help you come back upright. And pause for breath, sitting upright, kind of frame of upper back and back of head. Press your hands into the mat, slide your hips forward toward your heels. And press your hands down. We're going to lift the spine in, heart up. And so just like seated chest expansion. Totally cool to stay here. Could also come down to your forearms, down to your elbows. Press the arm bones down. And look forward. There is a variation of this, or there's lots of variations on this. This is, we're staying pretty tame. And keep your gaze forward. You can play with the elongation uh, the of your neck, but for most of us, right, the, the idea here is this chest opener. Getting the head involved doesn't really help that. So more importantly, press down through the arms, press down through the feet, lift up through your heart, and then very slowly you'll roll down onto your back and the, the ribs, shoulder blades, back of head, contact the mat, let your arms out to the side like cactus, walk the feet out and we'll take a windshield wiper twist, just easing back into vinyasa, breath in, breath out. And then making your way back to center. Any finishing poses that you like on your way to Shavasana. And then you rest.
feel ready to come back. Start with your fingers and your toes. Bring your shoulders up to your ears and slide them down your back. Pause with that frame. Shoulder blades, back of head. Another breath in, lift your heart. Spread your ribs. As you breathe out, we'll bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Namaste. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.